0: Entire production supervised by Big Boy. Uh... Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Real Deal No Sex Bill. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker and Alex. And we watched Predator 2, even better than the first one. <laughs> we'll put in like a little um, sarcastic ding for that wink I just did. A movie that is
3: 25 minutes too long, but also probably still the second best one.
2: Uh, absolutely well, not. Well this Prey is actually the worst in the franchise, but we'll get to that. I, well,
0: oh. Prey was probably the second best in the series. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So I guess that I technically counts. I haven't seen Prey yet, so I'm slack. Well, I get so, shit.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, no. It's, uh, it's you know, the first one and Prey are one and two in some order, and then it's the one with the retarded kid, and oh, then it's the one <laughs> with Adrian Brody sword fighting people, and then it's this one. Yeah. So, uh, I, I think that just on that criteria alone, like, uh, that list is just completely ironclad, but...
0: Well, I, I have to see. You know, I don't know if I agree,
3: trip. but I can't fight it because you were succinct in what you meant to say, and like it's winning me over. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Because when you phrase it with the one with the retarded kid, yeah, it's like, Damn, I mean that's right.
2: Their words, not mine. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I
2: remember
3: that, that movie, movie. Will I will never watch again as long as I live.
0: Yeah. No <laughs> one's ever going to re- that re-watch. one. Yeah. I I can't I imagine. I fuck with that, that.
2: movie.
0: <laughs> I remember that's seeing Predator
2: that. dogs, dude. Yeah.
0: yeah well it before we get into games. predator the second one uh parker do we have any news
3: you know a couple episodes back my good friend alex mentioned that the discourse online has never been worse and just to log on to see a surprise teaser of some fucking ninja turtles movie and what followed oh yeah, you're not wrong man yeah. i can't fucking live like this Holy i cannot
0: shit. Alex, I are you familiar with August. the? I cannot
3: do six more.
0: Yeah, Alex, did you hear the discourse about the new Mutant Turtles movie?
2: I I have no opinion on anything that was contained in that trailer because I don't follow those accounts on Twitter. But like the animation looked kind of good. Oh, uh-huh.
0: okay. So I didn't even watch the trailer, and yet I'm still inundated with the di- the discourse. Is about uh what's what's her name? April May or something? April? Oh, Neil. April O'Neil is the is the girl in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And in the original thing, she was white and now she's black. That's only half the controversy. She's apparently like slightly overweight in this and people are mad that they made her, and I quote, ugly. I, Parker, you're entirely right. The discourse is broken. What are we fucking doing?
3: There is no one on the planet more unfuckable than a late 30s Ninja Turtles man. Fucking move on with your life. It was a yeah. dog shit cartoon you watched almost 40 years ago. It's okay. The kids
0: can watch this. Or they won't, because who cares? It's yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> a lot of people are saying, oh, that was my childhood. It's like, no, your childhood was more than just a stupid cartoon. Alright?
3: That was my childhood. That was three and a half decades eh, well, ago. Well, you
2: know, not that stupid cartoon. But... Yeah. Yeah.
3: That'd be really silly to just, like, base your whole personality around like, quoting, like, four or five cartoons. So anyway,
2: the Dark Tournament. (laughs) And then only
3: making friends with people who understand your five references.
0: I will say this, uh, Alex, apparently a lot of people agree with you that the animation is really good. So, it's got that going for it.
2: I mean, I quite literally watched this, like, in a Twitter thumbnail on mute, so I have no concept of what this is about or how anyone sounds. I don't know if this is one of those things, like, the Mario movie where people are like, yeah, Jack Black's the only one doing a voice that is his own. Like, I have no 100%. fucking clue. Also, don't care. Not gonna watch that one. Although, 90 minutes, you
0: know. It, 90 minutes, will, uh, that's uh. a good time right there. If it was 89. Mm, you might get my ass I'm in sure I
3: have bit. a watch an animated movie somewhere on this giant. Or,
0: or, a, or a talking animal movie. <laughs>
2: Hear me out.
0: Stephen cool. King's Mario Brothers. Cross that one off. There we go. <laughs> Suddenly, I killed off three assignments at once. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into our jerks of the week. Oh fuck! I can't believe you've done this. My jerk of the week. I'm sorry. I, have, I want to use it on this one. Everyone who is calling April Neil, who said like, I think she's just like a kid in that thing. They're calling her ugly. Either because she's black or because she's overweight. Either way, I feel kind of bad about it.
3: I despise everyone who has any sort of, like, visceral reaction to April O'Neil in general. That, but also uh, my jerk yeah. of the week instead is, uh... Guys, I thought Walter Football was in his mid-50s. <laughs> what, the, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? How
2: did you not know? Because I, I don't see go that, to his then, website. Yeah. I see that donkey-faced motherfucker like, you know, once every three months when I check in, I'm like, hey, what's this fucking dipshit saying now? And his podcast, just auto-loads in the bottom right of my phone. I'm like, I'll
0: just close this. His fucking well, it's, second chin is bigger than his head. <laughs>
3: Like, I thought, his site was a hideous piece of shit because he was some boomer who didn't know anything other than HTML. The fact that it's just some middle-aged Polak makes it so much worse and also no. funnier.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's objectively funnier that he doesn't have you know the the GeoCities creator fucking boomer mindset for his website, and he is instead just some marketing guy from Penn State. that's ten years older than us. Like, yeah. that's pretty funny to me. I don't know. Like, that's probably what that school teaches. That's like a master's thesis there.
3: I've just enjoyed, like, having to take in, like, everything I've ever thought about this. Like, because everything about it just screams boomer. And it's like, <laughs> some dude who's like, I don't know, probably also mad about the Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> he created this stupid website with his mock drafts.
0: Kids these days don't get Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. And that's why all of them are going to fall out of the first round. No fundamentals.
3: <laughs> and questionable character issues.
0: Alex, who's your jerk of the week?
2: everyone who cares about the combine oh god themselves. dude you're Correct. at the
0: same level as my dad <laughs> i i
2: can't i can't do this anymore because all it takes is one fucking guy coming at me like oh actually i bet he's gonna be good you don't know anything it's like motherfucker, you've never watched a college football game in your life you saw some fucking clips on twitter and you're like well this guy must be the best quarterback that's ever played the game like fuck yourself I can't do this for four more months. You I gotta,
0: can't. you gotta say though, it'd be really fucking funny if the Seahawks take AR fifteen. I,
2: I would be extremely happy with that, but only because fuck them.
0: That I would. If they, if they, the they take
2: him and he's good, I would be apoplectic. But you know, I mean,
0: right after the fucking the Gino extension, which uh, holy moly, um, my god, dude. <laughs>
2: Between that and the Daniel Jones contract, like, big week for big franchises. Gito had,
0: like, two good games at the start of the year. Like, oh, good for him. He's kind of giving him, like, the Brendan Fraser treatment. You know, he's able to tie his cleats.
2: <laughs> and then... It's, uh, you know, it, it's really great, you know, having Ravens fans in my life who were like, oh, well, there's no number that's too high for Lamar Jackson. You know, they should just pay him and figure it out. And then Daniel Jones gets $49 million a year. And it's like, well, uh oh, <laughs> actually,
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into what we watched recently. I have a, I have a whole bunch, but most of these are actually worth talking about. So you know, the f- <laughs> the, the first I've one heard on that here. before. Yeah. Oh god this this first one <laughs> on here. I watched my first Barbara Streisand movie. Uh, I, <laughs> oh no, dude, I I did not know about the Barbara Streisand discourse. I should have known a bit more about this. <laughs> is there a fucking nose yeah is there (laughs) is there a woman in history who is more popular with the gays than this i'm not sure because Uh, oh my goodness
2: it's this and stevie nicks are 1a 1b yeah i tell you
0: fucking the the name of the movie is actually watch this because um remember the book the kid stays in the picture this movie. Oh, is... you watch Funny Girl? Okay. Yeah, I watched Funny Girl. Yeah, uh, it's one of the ones that he mentions early on. It's like I had a chance to make this, but you know we passed it up, and then uh, damn, it ended up being a really big hit. I really wanted to make it. I was like, geez, uh, I, I guess this movie must be pretty good. So, all right. Uh, this is the one where Barbara Streisand. It was her first uh, movie she ever made, and she won the Academy Award for Best Actress. And uh, she is okay in this. I think it would have been better if they had cast a funny girl. She is not very funny. But she's a talented singer. I'm not going to fucking take that from her. Uh, The whole movie itself is uh, alright. I liked it more in the beginning where, you know, she's basically she's playing like a a stage actress and she's performing in the Siegfeld Follies and stuff like that. And then she falls in love with uh, Omar Sharif and like half the movie is her relationship with Omar Sharif. It's not quite as interesting as, uh, as everything else. But boy he, i'm not trying to stereotype Letterbox, but like, my god all the people give me a five-star perfect reviews barbara streisand invented acting people guys take your foot off the pedal it's like okay at best uh i'm i kind of i'm not sure if i want to ever see any other what other movies was she in I, uh she was in um everything you want to know about sex we're too afraid to ask by woody allen and i think she was in so Hello, one Golly. of the f-
2: one of the seven versions of a star is born
0: Oh, yeah, she was in the. I think it was the 76 version with Chris Kristofferson or whatever. Uh, that sounds right. Well, I'm not going to read that. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fucking. Like a fever Dream. Yeah, well, Funny Girl is basically a star is born. So, you know, I don't know why she has to make it twice. But, uh, yeah, Funny Girl's is okay. Uh, I'm not in love with it, but it's, you know, it's whatever. Uh, I'll skip that one. I'll save that for later. Oh, boy. I watched a three hour foreign movie. Which has uh, maybe the worst synopsis I have ever heard. Parker, I want you to to listen to this synopsis and try not to fall asleep. Adele's life has changed when she meets Emma, a young woman with blue hair, who will allow her to discover desire to assert herself as a woman and as an adult. In front of others, Adele'd you do this. Adele grows, seeks herself, loses herself, and ultimately finds herself through love. And loss. Three hours, and it's all in French. Parker, you have a French movie on your assignment list. <laughs> oh
2: he might goodness. also have a three-hour movie. M- yeah, list. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God.
0: So the name you of this. Know what? I'm sure well, there's another one. Don't watch this one;
2: you'll be miserable. <clears throat> yeah.
0: So the name of this movie is "Blue" is the warmest color. Uh, this is one of the ones that was talked about a lot. I remember people were saying it was really uh, controversial. It's like, oh, controversial? You say? Let me check it out it's cuz there's sex fucking cares. Uh there's a lot more behind the scenes that makes it a bit tougher to watch. Uh apparently the director was really shitty with the actresses and I think he recently got me too, so naughty naughty. I there's a lot of people who I respect or pretend to to respect who really like this movie. I can understand it. There are moments of this movie that work really really well for about 15 minutes. But 15 minutes outside of three hours is not enough because everything else is very, very dull. And I, I really feel like the director was kind of wasting time with a lot of this. Like, apparently he was like, oh, th- there's even a longer cut than this. It's even longer than the three-hour cut. The original cut was 10 hours or something. And then I looked up behind, see, the guy shot 800 hours of footage. You're just fucking around what you do. You're just wasting everyone's time. You're wasting resources. It just kind of pisses me off. Uh, cause that's not like, you know, Kubrick in The Shining where he's trying to get just the right take. He's shooting like a paper bag, like floating down the street. He's just, you know, dicking around with the camera while he's like leering at these two women having sex. Uh, you can say like, oh, you know, the lesbian community deserves better than this. I'm not a part of that community, so I, I don't fucking know. I did, uh, this also like pissed people off because they say it's filmed for the male gaze. Uh... Maybe I'm a bad representative of the species, because I didn't think this was particularly titillating. But, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. You know it is a good LGBTQ movie? Moonlight, which I watched. Kind of kind of bothering me that I hadn't already seen that. Hey, I think your dad's calling. Yeah. He sounds pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is this the first time you've seen Moonlight? Yeah, it's my first time watching Moonlight. Uh, hey, this is really good. Uh, who knew this Academy Award-winning movie was really... I like the one, on one person who summarized it as uh, what if Boyhood was actually good? Uh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's true about every good movie. Yeah, well, Moonlight, uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I think it's... there. there's a lot of pain that is uh, shown on screen and I think that as difficult as it can be to watch at times, I think it's important here to talk about Look, it's it's tough to be gay anywhere in the world, but it's really tough to be a gay black man in America, and uh, it's it's something that we ought to reckon with. So, Moonlight, shout out to uh, a really difficult message to get across that was done really well for an extraordinarily low budget. I, I think the budget was one point five million, which is uh, whoa.
2: This is one of those movies that like is very very blatantly like based on a stage production and i that like i walked out of that theater I was like man i wish i got to see this on a stage like this this would probably be a fantastic play you know mm-hmm. i i just the the way that it's structured the way i mean that whole act takes place in one location the whole third act like mm-hmm. you know that it's i it's really impressive i don't know like, like it's a movie that when i walked out of the theater like i wouldn't say that like i loved it or thought it was like breathtaking or anything but like I remember everything that happens in that movie like five at, five years after watching it, and that says
0: something. The biggest A24 Defender right now. All right, so the next one That's here. what they call me. <laughs> uh, just a brief one here, because uh, I don't really feel like talking about this movie, but it reminded me of something else. Uh, there's a, a 1955 movie called East of Eden. This is one of the three real movies that... Uh, uh, was it, who's the guy who died in a motorcycle crash? And everyone, uh, James Dean. James Dean uh, made this movie alongside uh, a bunch of people who I don't care about. The only reason I'm bringing this up is as I was watching it, uh, within like 15 minutes, I was like, oh, I get it. In the exact same way that I did with uh, Mother. Because East of Eden is just, uh, it's, a, it's a Cain and Abel story. And that's exactly when I got it for Mother. And I was like, Damn, I do not like being reminded of Mother. I wish that movie did not exist. Uh, That
2: is correct.
0: So, uh, remember when I said I watched RRR, uh, and I I really liked it, and it was really good? Okay, pretend that didn't happen. Guys, I just got to see RRR at the Alamo. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That movie is so fucking good on a big screen. And uh, it was kind of nice because uh, it was a full house showing. A lot of people really wanted to see RRR. Uh, thank goodness, because people basically ignored the, the whole, uh, Alamo directive to shut up during the movie, and people were clapping and cheering and hooting and hollering, like, really loud. People were going apeshit for this movie. Uh, and I'm happy that they did. I was so happy to, like, see that enthusiasm. But also, how can you not? That whole climax where he picks up a fucking motorcycle. Oh, man. It's really great. Oh, I watched some terrible... There, were, there weren't, like, a lot of, like, really bad movies from last year. Uh, but this is one, uh, the history of metal and horror. This is a documentary. Oh, This is, I, I thought maybe this would be funny to talk about on the podcast. And, uh, turns out it went in reverse. The whole thing is just, all right. So the, the basic idea is it's, uh, where, where's the intersection of horror movies and heavy metal? This'll be fun. It's, they just get a,
2: clearly (laughs) Satan.
0: Basically, what they do is they get a whole bunch of, like, uh, heavy metal uh, people to talk about their favorite horror movies. If that's enough for you. uh, (laughs) It's not. Yeah. I promise. Parker.
3: As the the middle of that Venn
0: diagram, no. Parker, is your favorite heavy metal band The Ramones? (laughs) Fucking shit. How many of them are still alive and also coherent? I uh, Well one of them was on there And oh. turns out he still has that hair Which uh, does not go nice. on that body At this point uh, they, I mean they have actual metal people Like uh, whoever that loser is from Metallica That could be all of them Alice Cooper is oh. on there talking uh, John Carpenter appears for about Eight seconds, what a shame uh, Rob Zombie is there God oh, I yeah, wish I he wasn't uh, People from Anthrax People from Gwar And I have to say the Gwar part is the best part of the whole fucking movie because uh, you get to see some of their stage show, you're just like, "Shit, I gotta go to a war concert. That looks like fun." Unlike everything that they're talking about, it, it really the whole thing is like we make fun of documentaries on here. Where we're just like they get Dave Grohl to talk about the first time he heard Ringo Starr drumming, and just like, "Oh, good, we have an expert." Everyone Tell on that like, one
3: story you have in your back pocket, yeah, I'll never forget. Yeah. My mom turned on Frankenstein. We, yeah, we got it. Thanks.
0: Like I was so shocked that Jack Black was not in this documentary. It, that. Like confused the hell I was like he's almost always like the go to like he has nothing to do with this property and yet he's here to talk about yo it was mind blowing when I first saw the flowers of Robert Maplethorpe I'm like all right great <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh what was the the worst part of this oh yeah the worst part of this is the uh, the framing device the framing device let me see if I got this right there's some <laughs> there's some guy who's a uh, He's like working in a, I don't know, a film studio or something like that. He's, he's putting in different VHS tapes into the players. He puts into at once the history of metal and the history of horror, and something in the computer goes awry and they connect. And some, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking robot chicken. <laughs> it's, I, I've never seen robot chicken, so this is, I think this is probably worse. Uh-oh. The fucking, uh, this
2: guy. We'll go around saying that, buddy. I
0: have I just won't watch it if you're Anyway, uh, they got a guy who looks like uh, a cross between uh, uh, Pinhead and the guy from Phantasm. So it's just a bald dude in white makeup uh kind of talking like the guy from (laughs) saw until it was like now you must learn about the history of heavy metal or or some dumb shit he's saying oh so he killed everyone on earth so it's important to learn about this stuff the whole thing has this vibe of someone made this as like uh a, a student project or something You ever do like a book report and you have to make an argument to convince someone of something this whole movie's thesis is hey this is an important subject heavy metal and horror and by the end of it, I was like, nope, they're both still boring. So I complete whiff as far as I'm concerned. One of the worst documentaries I think I've ever seen.
3: It's smart to give a history on two separate things. That way you can't go into enough detail on either of them. So anyone who would have any interest will already know everything you tell them. Yeah. It's a sick idea. It's, More people should do that. They
0: have like the, the two girls from, I think it's a Butcher Babies is the name of the band. They're talking about, yeah, the first time I saw Psycho, I was like too scared to take a shower without the door being locked. I'm like. You could have got anyone to say that, really. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, and you know the guy from Black Sabbath—he
3: cut off part of his finger. Yes. Yeah, that was an accident. I know. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, I know. Just kidding! Some
3: fucking guy from some shitty ass grindcore band to be like, "Yeah, man, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre." I was like, "Whoa, is this real?" Like, yeah, that's basically what it is.
0: Some of these guys are still wearing their makeup, and I'm just like, "Oh, you can't fucking wear that in front of a camera. (laughs) That's embarrassing." I don't even remember like all the. If I were to name all the bands, you would have been like, "Oh God, those guys." But even, th- I bet some of these are, would be, like, real tough, uh, you know, pulls, even for you. Well, I'm, I'm going to need you to give me the name of this documentary again. <laughs> it's called The History of Metal and Horror. I don't even, I wonder if this even has a Wikipedia. See, I
3: thought you said in horror, like, oh, like a fun, like the oh, no. crossover the two. Like, no, it's just, it's just two separate things, huh?
0: Yeah, the, the History of Metal and Horror. You ever think that, like, both heavy metal and horror movies can be scary? <laughs> what also
2: i seen
1: with <laughs> It's fucking
0: oh it's no good i i don't like uh this movie sam i am oh yeah parker time to eat some crow you dirty dog i asked you either last week or two weeks ago i asked you uh should i should i read the dark knight returns And you're like eh, it's not that important Parker, it's the greatest comic book ever written. It's maybe the most important comic book ever written. What the oh, hell? Your dad like, must be so happy right now. Uh, I don't know if he would like it very much. Uh, it turns out Frank Miller didn't like Ronald Reagan very much, at least at that period of his life. But uh, I loved it. I think The Dark Knight Returns is 100% worth reading. You don't get what Batman is right now without uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, there was a pretty good documentary I watched uh, a while ago, about uh not just the dark knight returns but like batman in general and it was saying you know up until dark knight returns it was all just like 60s batman shit and then the people are like oh wait batman can be cool and then you got like the 89 batman you get the enemy series you got dark knight all that other stuff so did that it, documentary also have metal musicians talking about the first time they read a batman comic actually <laughs> it, it had something that was arguably worse they had some guy on there i don't know what his name was some guy on there who's saying and this, by the way, this was released in, like, 2017 or something like that, okay? This guy's saying, you know, one of these days, I'm going to write an original Batman story that takes Batman back to his roots, back to the darker, grittier days of Batman. To which I'd like to respond, it's like, if you have not consumed any fucking Batman content, <laughs> that's everything with Batman. <laughs>
2: The first time I saw the Joker, I was like, "Wow, this guy's crazy."
3: <laughs> That's right. One of the guys still in the Misfits. He is crazy. <laughs>
0: Alice Cooper. What do you think about Poison Ivy? Fantastic. We got a movie, folks. Oh man, yeah. Also, yeah, Parker. The history of metal and horror. An hour and forty minutes. They talk about Jesus. <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna be stuck on that for the rest of the season. Was that not a know, YouTube no. video? That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah, I just, maybe it is. I don't know. I fucking but uh yeah dark knight returns is very very good the comic book uh, it was so good i was like i will check out the animated adaptation which was so long it was released in two parts i'm like I've, i i oh, got time it sure was good news it's actually pretty good uh they got robocop to voice batman which was a very good choice oh, ass. <laughs> uh every 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 other voice in there is like not quite as good it's I feel like maybe it could have been better, but one of the things I like about The Dark Knight Returns, the animated experience, is that it takes inspiration from the stuff that The Dark Knight Returns is inspired. Like, uh, the the animation style is pretty close to the Bruce Timm version of the animated series. Uh, It takes some inspiration even from The Dark Knight at times. Uh, It's actually good enough that I would recommend it, and I was kind of surprised to see everyone else enjoyed it, too. People seem to like it a lot more than I did. Uh, You know, Batman fans can be like that, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I, I was not disappointed in this at all. Still will not be reading the Killing Joke anytime soon. I, If uh, Alan Moore yeah, hates it as much as that, then uh, I probably shouldn't go anywhere near it. Anyway, uh, Alex, what'd you watch?
2: Hey, Parker. Heads, I'm gonna put my foot in your ass. Tails, I'm gonna <laughs> wear your ass for a hat. <laughs> oh, um, I only have one thing to talk about. Uh... Because I went earlier tonight to see Creed 3. Um, have both of you guys seen the first one?
3: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Have both of you guys seen the second one? No, I didn't nope. watch it. All right, Maybe well,
3: explicitly telling me, like, hey, unless you're going to go see it in the theater, you're probably good. And I was like, uh, it's November, so I'm
2: not. Uh, so, just to do the Cliff Notes version of Creed 2, because it is relevant to my conversation about Creed 3, like, Creed 2 overall, like, not a great movie like the plot kind of doesn't work it's way too long uh there's all sorts of subplots that kind of don't really matter in the slightest however the fight scenes are fantastic the fight scenes are like worth watching by themselves if you can if you can find like somebody that's like hey you know the fight with this guy starts at like the 18 minute mark and the fight with this guy starts like the hour 26 mark like like that is something that's worth your time, because not only is it just incredibly well choreographed, but, uh, I, I'm sure I said this when I talked about this before, but, uh, Max Kellerman does the fight calls, and for a guy that's calling two actors punching each other in front of a camera, it's, like, an impeccably good call. Like, it is shocking how good of a movie fight call it is. And it really, you know, it it really gets you into the movie. Like, as a sports fan, like I—I I mean, I assume neither of you guys are boxing people. But I am yeah. not really a boxing person, but like I've seen enough fights to know how they're supposed to work. Parker, I know we have watched a fight together, so you know I at least have some cursory knowledge of it. God, don't <laughs> give me fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking moron! I, I, fuck that guy! Fuck that guy forever! But uh, like those scenes by themselves are worth watching. Creed 3 is kind of the exact opposite. So it is, like, a really good actual movie. Michael B. Jordan directs this one and obviously stars. And, like, he does a really good job with this. Like, it looks great. Like, it's it's pretty snappy with the plot stuff. Like, you're, I think it's, it's sub two hours. I think it's, like, an hour 50-ish. But, like, uses it all well you're interested in the characters the subplots pay some service to the rest of the story for the most part uh it's like really well thought out and really well crafted however if you're a person that likes sports there are things about this movie that are going to drive you up a fucking wall case in point so you know the the whole like the whole premise of the movie is like Adonis Creed is like retired you know he he goes out on top he like goes away and uh like his best friend from childhood's like basically been in prison like this whole time, and he was the one that all the time was supposed to like be the boxing champion and this and that, and uh he gets out and, like he wants his title shot, and you know he he wants to get a chance to live the life that Adonis Creed has been living this whole time uh so So, like, you know, stuff happens. Uh, Long story short, because I don't want to spoil too much of the actual movie, like, Adonis Creed at one point goes on first take with Stephen A to, like, discuss how he's gonna, like, come out of retirement and do this fight. And the guy he's gonna fight is sitting at home in L.A. watching this and calls into the show. Now, you guys, I assume, don't watch first take every day or much at all. But you guys have a... Pretty general concept of when that show is on the air, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So he's calling in from the pitch-black middle of the fucking night, like, straight to Stephen A's phone. It's like, bro, you're making a sports movie. Like, I don't watch First Take, and I know this is on from 10 to 12 East Coast time every day. Like, he's in a fucking... It's in, like, a house with, you know, like, these, like floor to ceiling glass windows, have the fucking sun coming up or something. You can actually have like a cool camera shot here. Like it's just it's such like a boneheaded oversight. Like and it's stuff like that. Like even on the fight calls, like, you know, they have the big seminal fight at the end of the movie, which takes place at Dodger Stadium, which is incredible as a backdrop for a fight. Like, because you know, like they're their, their dressing rooms like, inside the stadium, so they're, like, walking through the clubhouses, and you get scenes where somebody's, like, sitting alone in an empty locker room at Dodger Stadium, and all, like, the Dodgers memorabilia is around, it's, like, it's a powerful, like, affecting scene in a movie like this that needs some of that energy. But also, like, the fight that they have, you know, when they have, like, the, the big hit where the guy goes down for the count and he's trying to get up, the first number you hear in the ten count is five. If I'm getting one fucking thing in a boxing movie, I need the whole 10 count. Like, I I, I have expectations about the sports and movies like this. And it's so frustrating because so much of this movie is good. And if anybody that had ever watched a live sporting event and had just been like, hey, maybe do it this way, like, all of these issues have been fixed. And I would be like, this is, like, slam dunk the best of any of the Rocky movies. Because it's that close to being that. But me, being the sports autist that I am has all of these stupid little nitpicks with this movie that I really loved, and I'm spending all of my time talking about those instead of the things that I actually liked. Uh, That said, like, you guys should see this movie if you get a chance. Uh, Definitely worth seeing on a big screen. I, I always go out of my way to see stuff like this in, you know, IMAX or in the Dolby Theater or something just because, like, I know it's going to look good, and I know that, like, the camera, you know, bobbing and weaving in and out of any of the boxing is just, like that's like why those theaters exist as far as i'm concerned like that and space shit are like the two things that i always want to see on a big screen uh so delivers in that regard but be forewarned if you have autism like i do when it comes to sports stuff there are going to be things that you're just sitting there going hey wait a minute
0: uh yeah you know great movie to Go ahead. If you're counting by fives for the ten count, you can get to ten a whole lot faster, which saves time and time is money. So Josh probably thought of this idea.
2: That is correct, but I mean, it, they don't count by fives. They just get five, six, seven. it's like did you get bro, confused? I need the one, need the one through four. <laughs> you got confused about yeah, what know, happened with the four. <laughs> I lost track of time, man. Like I was like, but what? What? What is this? Why is this guy counting? This is so arbitrary. Maybe he was counting
0: like really quietly. Would <laughs> be surprised. Uh, it's just, yeah.
2: Uh, sorry my mic was off. My mistake. Uh, the great movie if you want to take somebody that doesn't know fucking dick all about sports, though. Because, like, they will be invested in the story. Surprisingly good date movie for a boxing movie. Not gonna lie. I think that's all I have on that. Parker, uh, what do you got for us?
0: After another week. Yes! We rejoin. <laughs> the only reason I keep doing this. Our two favorite people, H and M.
3: (laughs) Which is which? Guys, I have breaking news for you. Megan is sad, again, about all of the paparazzi. (laughs) Again, (laughs) we are still... I cannot tell you... The Like the level of wits end I'm at with these fucking people <laughs> In this episode No fewer than three times Does she describe how upset she is Because she gets the shaky voice And I'm She sounds uh, like Elliot Page face, <laughs> Muttering to myself like a fucking psychopath Like fuck you I don't care I don't care just fucking leave then It's on episode five just fucking leave and These people I swear to god a significant chunk of this episode is about
0: trolls and being posted at too hard and <laughs> it,
2: like, <laughs> fucking up her whole life. Now you're speaking my language. Did, wait, I, did we
0: feature in one of these?
3: <laughs> I... My comments cannot be featured. My lawyer's advice against. <laughs> I swear to God, we have an extended segment on... I'm, we get some fucking, like fucking data nerd to be like, we actually ran uh, the studies on all these and out of these thousands of accounts, most of them came from uh, 80-something people. And I was like, that's fucking great, man. I don't give a shit. And we spend all of this time just going on about all these racist tweets from all these middle-aged housewives just making duplicate accounts to keep tweeting about her. And I swear to God, she reads one tweet that it's like, someone should just kill her. Maybe I'll do it. And just... Yeah, it makes me feel so scared Like it's, it, these aren't just words it's, it's, it's Someone could die from this And I am muttering to myself Like every single athlete That has played at like The high school level Has received more vicious death threats After like bricking some layup With the game on the line This <laughs> woman gets a vague like Hey someone should kill this dumb bitch Oh my god did we lock the doors are, the child, <laughs> Are the children safe Like the progression of anger I have gone through. It's like the five stages of grief, but it's just five stages of progressing anger until I'm just red, mad, and nude uh,
2: yelling to myself. Parker, Parker, do they, do they get the bobbies to investigate the death threats?
0: <laughs> I do like that by the final episode Parker's gonna be like, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, you know, I should a lot. Yeah,
2: you know, three stars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I might watch it again, I don't
3: know. Her mentioning, like, she was telling their private security their fucking royal guard like if you see any tweets like this uh just you know they uh flag it immediately and don't investigate it talking about how she reads these mean tweets of like fuck you black bitch i hope you die she's like oh my god the security here are the doors locked it's like jesus fucking christ lady. I cannot you understand. You but like, it really how is thin
0: the fucking. You can be. It really is the fucking Tyler the Creator thing. It's like, just close your laptop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: If I was married in a royalty and had a trillion dollars, I would simply not be on Twitter. Yeah, you got actually pretty easy.
0: You got to think that Frogmore College has Frogmore Cottage has uh, <laughs> some armed security. It's frog less now, buddy. Yeah, well, yeah Frogmore College is uh, where <laughs> we talked about that in the news segment. <laughs> that's that's where Frog and, that's where Frog and Toad go to school. <laughs> <sighs> I fucking dude. I. How it's mad they or, go on yeah, about it
3: more. for so long for so fucking long about how scared she was and them getting death threats also you know who else gets death threats i would assume every single member of the royal family every day of their lives like i yeah. would assume most of the public wants them dead and there have been several attempts on their life like sorry someone tweeted at you I've sent worse tweets, like, drunk after a Cowboys loss. Fucking get over
0: it, lady. It's not that big of a deal. Do you think, like, maybe that was, like, the controversy between, like, the royal family and MNH, where uh, they were like, look, you gotta take this one on the chin, okay? There are gonna be a lot of people (laughs) tweeting over there, and she's like, "No." That's, like, the other side's like, stop being such a fucking pussy. No one cares. I have a feeling, maybe that was what, who's the other one? Is it Prince William or whatever? Who's the one who looks like a child there's,
2: rapist?
3: There's so many.
2: Uh, well, that doesn't narrow it down, Chris.
0: Yeah, yeah. The it's one who's Harry's... Fucking Habsburg Harry, bloodline. Yeah, Harry's brother. <laughs> you
3: What's know, they name-dropped name? him several times, but I'll be goddamn if I remember if Charles is the brother uh, or not. Yeah. Charles? No, no, no doubt, yeah, right? Charles is, yeah, okay, Charles that's is the brother. Right. Yeah. Isn't
2: he king now? I think so. I think he's king. He technically hasn't been coronated. I will They s- uh, they, they are now using cruelty-free sperm whale oil in the coronation ceremony because, uh, you know, we can't kill a whale for the king anymore. You dude, d- dude do managing. not
0: stop spoiling the sixth episode. <laughs> yeah, dude, I haven't gotten that far. I'm still stuck in the tweets yet. <laughs> I know they're gonna, they're, that's what's gonna happen in the six episodes.
2: <laughs> love, love the idea that Parker just tries to hit play to get over with. It's like, no, actually. Not
0: available until. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not available in your region. Yeah. And it just shows like my zip code. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> now
3: nah, that's. I, oh, goodness. So we spend what feels like an eternity. Like, I am I was doing that, like, fake crime. Boy, she literally was like getting choked up talking reading the tweet that just said someone should kill her maybe i'll kill her (laughs) and that's i'm supposed to feel bad for these people who are richer than god producing a documentary about their own lives and taking like half of an entire episode to talk about how mean people were to them online and then they decide you know what that's it i'm out of it i'm out of here and then i have to hear the word mexit while i'm working over <laughs> and over and over and they were talking about the bots that are tweeting about it and again we're talking about fake accounts on twitter and this grown woman who has millions of dollars to her name is like almost in tears because of the fucking bots tweeting mean things about her and i simply cannot care will not care will never feel bad for
2: her. Like,
3: we, we have said worse things to each other before hitting record than these people are tweeting at this woman. Fucking get over it, lady. Yeah. She, you really... said she has
0: her own private guard, right? So she has like those Nutcracker yes. guys going around with rifles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They
3: literally have a royal guard like keeping them safe at all time. I, I <laughs> like like a, a heel wrestler, like, well, a fucking heel wrestler, will be like, "Wow, I hope insert team city's teams loses tomorrow night, and they'll just get a bunch of fuck you piece of fucking shit. Hope he fucking dies." This woman's just crying in her fucking cottage
2: with a camera in her face. Just imagining Joe Burrow breaking down in front of the cameras because he doesn't feel safe at Burrowhead anymore. <laughs>
0: Can you imagine someone like,
3: literally? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was. If, a, this is about to get wound this up.
0: This is this is not worth a go ahead, but here we go. Uh, can you imagine, like, if one of her private cars was like the British equivalent of Mike Banning, and it's like, oh, oh. you have to, <laughs> t- your, your latest mission, you have to take down the trolls. API <laughs> has fallen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you have mike banning just kicking down leo's door <laughs> that's <fucking> <laughs> <was> really good <laughs>
1: take it back <laughs> don't yes, call her that just, <laughs> just some... wearing
2: a feels pumpkin Ma- man mask in his fucking house
0: <laughs> tell me <laughs> she's <45-year-old> a 45 old <laughs> single
3: mom just tweeting something that's like oh that's kind of racist and then the door just explodes as he comes in with a full ghillie suit and riot shield and throws her up against the window and beats her half to death. Uh, literally, uh, one of the talking heads, which again, every talking head they have is just either a direct relative or just some sycophant lib journalist weirdo. They all sense. look the same over there correct and i quote they're not just words it's not sticks and stones you could die <laughs> at this point i can feel my blood pressure rising rising <laughs> and then they finally announce you know what we're leaving we're moving to canada and we get a whole montage cuz uh you see we made a point earlier on you know it's like uh Chekhov's gun here talking about how she never wanted to you know try and upstage the queen so any time that she was at some like big royal event she would wear very muted colors but fellas you better get this now that she's on her way out we're wearing so many bright colored dresses here's the montage minutes after her almost weeping because her son wasn't safe because someone said like hey, little gay-ass homie, your mom's a bitch. <laughs> and now she's like, yeah, but I wore a blue dress this time because I was going to leave on my own terms. Like, wow, that's so powerful. Thank you so much. Uh, that is kind and of it's at a, this
0: point. That is kind of a thing for so, a lot of these people. You
3: know? Yeah, it's so awesome that yeah she's girl bossing. That happened to her. And so at this point, I realize that they post at her so hard that she fled the country, <laughs> which is one of the coolest things anyone's ever... He's like, Not just the country, oh, she went to Canada. Little... And so it's, it's like a hundred fucking middle-aged, hideous she, mongoloid-looking women like created a bunch of fake accounts <laughs> and posted so hard <laughs> that they left the royal family. She,
2: she didn't just flee the country; she fleed a country where you can sue people for saying mean things about you. It's like yeah. <laughs> their laws, not mine. Right? That's exactly. My old age doesn't understand the First Amendment.
0: Yeah, he literally gets confused. By it. I was like, wait, wait—they can. They can say stuff about me. That's not that's, fair. That's absolute bollocks. Mate.
3: <laughs> and this was, I think, her third tangent where she's like, nearly in tears, like choking back, like I tried so hard. I did everything to fit in, but they wouldn't take me. Where I'm getting like not funny mad, but like legitimate mad. Of like, this is the fifth hour of this. He he chose you. <laughs> he left the entire his entire family behind and moved because he chose you. Like. You got what you want. Shut up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not like he's like, oh, wow, this fucking black Canadian slash American woman. She'll never fit in here. And he was like, sorry, babe, I got to go fuck a 12-year-old, allegedly, probably. No, he literally threw everything away to be with her. And we're on hour five of crying about it.
0: You got what you wanted. I can't I fucking hate you. She's She's... A draft dodger for the posting war. She went to Canada. (laughs) She
3: got posted at so hard. They were talking about they're going to go to New Zealand. They were going to try all these different places. They were being posted at so hard in the tabloids and on Twitter that they like spent months looking at different countries to flee to. You can simply (laughs) not read the sun. I do it every day.
2: (laughs) Babe, I'm sorry. We have to go to the only country that's ever felt like home to me. And then they go live in Afghanistan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, Parker. Was there any charity in this? No. Somehow uh, we
3: weren't able to fit any charitable deeds on top of the montages of her dresses and crying because someone sent a fucking like boomer Republican MAGA uncle racist meme at her. Like,
0: you know, I'm not. First of all, how are
3: you even seeing this? Yeah, exactly. Who showed you (laughs) this? Is she she name searching? I think she's name searching. (laughs) And someone at her office would be like you see this? this is pretty fucked
0: up <laughs> hey, she sticks out of a bitch she's got the All meanest right, let's, let's intern see. in the world who'd be like M? let's see oh, Open no Twitter. not another one
2: at megan markle hey retard put me in the next documentary <laughs> fuck yourself
3: <laughs> i don't know if my kids are safe from the name calling little fucking mongoloid <laughs> i'm assuming anyone that's touched by that bloodline when you say touched, have, like,
0: it's... Uh... Well... <laughs>
3: you know, it comes to the territory. Baptism and oh, you're, right. you're referring you. to the Blood Boys. Do that they get to the with
2: the Blood Boys? Like, is there like a little caravan of small orphan children that provide them with, you know, platelet rich blood and stem cells?
0: You know, I, I'm trying not I'm to get like too... Cracking them open like a Steve Weiser. <laughs> it's the monkey coming home from a log day cracking up a banana like a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Just a <laughs> <the> child's ass.
2: <laughs> they suck the stem cells out and then throw the rest of the child out to the pit bulls. <laughs> Just cracking oh, over some
3: progeria kid's neck and chucking, <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, Discarding boy. Discarding it like a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That
2: that, re- that reminds me. Uh, Leave <laughs> the day I, I was had, was thinking love. the other day... <laughs> 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 I, I was thinking the other day about... You guys remember when that fucking kid cheated at the Little League World Series and he was, like, too old? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, can you imagine if they just had like a pit bull standing outside the Little League uh, World Series stadium, and uh, anytime it didn't try to kill somebody, they're like, guess too old. We gotta get him out of here."
3: <laughs> Don't worry, kid. My pit bull
0: did an ocular pat down and <laughs> he passed. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking scared like the green lights going. Brr, <laughs>
2: oh, he's never behaved like this before. It turns out the whole team is cheating.
0: They have like a saliva measurement thing there.
2: <laughs> it's like a bunch of fucking <laughs> midgets trying to play in the Little League World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, this... <laughs> it does, the Pitbull is non it's, it's like we you try to put, like...
0: It's, it's like we try to put, like, a piece of celery in the Pitbull's mouth. It just kind of, like, turns away. Like... <laughs> oh,
3: yes, this is my adopted son from the Dominican. He's only eight years old. Get the dog.
1: <laughs>
3: let's, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, say this doesn't check it. out, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: dog's not even gnawing on a shin. Parker, I'm trying not to get to, like, two. uh uh boomer republican mega racist uncle here but like it's the,
3: it's man it
0: is coming out watching this yeah well that's exactly. the thing is like when you said that i was like they're not just words people could die that is the british mentality that leads to their total lack of free speech over there that's the shit it was just like if you say these mean things the power of the words themselves will somehow kill people this is about as like right wing as i get on this shit Everyone who talks like that, the the, the words are literally violent shit, fuck yourself, man. I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like the stuff that you've tweeted at Barack Hussein Church is probably worse. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Alex, for reminding me who that name was. (laughs)
1: I oh, don't Me worry getting
3: about too drunk and misspelling some offensive lineman's name and be like, wow, why don't you learn how to hold these fucking balls, you piece of shit? And then, like, waking up and was like, oh, it's just some banker from Tallahassee hoops. Do you
2: have any Absolutely. idea how many times I've retweeted the Orlando Brown, I'm a left tackle tweet? Because it's like at least seven. <laughs>
0: By the way, I uh, I went to Meghan Markle's uh, Wikipedia because um, I, I was there last week when we talked about this because I was looking for one or two kids' names and I already forgot so I was like, oh, I'll look it up again. Wrong, it turns out the they're, they're actually they're actually uh, listed in the little box on the left where it says like born Rachel make real names Rachel. Huh. I didn't know she was married to someone before <laughs> Harry. Huh. All right, well maybe I should have watched Arrested the documentary. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it turns out there the two the kids are listed here. Archie Mountbatten-Windsor and Lilibet Mountbatten-Windsor, but they're listed not as, like, it doesn't say children there, it says issue. (laughs) She was issue (laughs) children. (laughs) I want to put these
3: kids in a locker so fucking bad I can't even stand it, dude. Dude, someone walked up to me and said their name was
0: Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor. He's going home hey, with a okay. mouthful of mulch.
2: My name's Archibald. Archie, for short. It's like, you are going <laughs> to lick my boot, motherfucker. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So long as Queen Elizabeth has dependents that walk this earth, I will never approve low flush toilets in every household. <laughs> These fucking dorks need swirlies more than they do. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Currently attending Yardale Preschool. Hmm. oh
3: yeah i'm tired of getting all these mean tweets i named my kid archibald yeah great fucking job mom home run you nailed it you know
0: it's interesting actually parker the the way you're describing this episode you just it seems like this is just more of an m than an h does does uh, harry have anything to say here while his wife is crying
3: oh it was all his idea he totally wanted to leave I like also the idea I don't of, want to like, go too just... hard in the other direction because all of these people are freaks. or are like, <laughs> she brainwashed him and she made him leave this beautiful family behind. It's like, maybe he's tired of watching his relatives just like wheel in these wheelchair kids and drink their blood. Maybe he just wants to go hang out in Canada. Hey,
0: uh,
2: Parker. Money, can we bring the local hunting dogs to the fox hunt?
0: Parker when you're talking about like uh, you know maybe he just wanted to leave I took that maybe too literally because I like the idea of she's crying like Elliot Page over someone posted at me they sent me a DM, I don't know how to turn them off. And just like the in the middle of her sense, you hear a scoot of the chair as <laughs> he stands up and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> at
2: real Elizabeth Bathory, hey, Blake Markle, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, by the way, Parker, I just want to read this out loud for you. Uh, Archie Mountbatten-Windsor was christened wearing the Royal Christening Gown by Justin Welby, Archbary, Archbishop of Canterbury. The Royal Christening Gown, I have to look at this. Just, that's the silliest thing you, in my
2: life. Aren't you glad this show has become educational about the British monarchy system?
0: Yeah. No! You know, Parker, I'm learning a lot right now.
2: It's a rhetorical it. question for the <laughs> listeners.
3: I love every single time where they're like, Oh, you know, they think just because, you know, they pay taxes lot of it goes to us. So they get to look at our life. It's like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> you get to live off their dime. Let them see whatever weird cottage you're living in now, you freaks.
2: Yeah, apparently they have to pay back, like, 3 million pounds, which I don't know how much that is in Freedom Dollars, but uh, <gasps> because uh, the taxpayers just, uh, you know, just poured 3 million into uh, refurbishing Frogmore Cottage for them. And uh, they're like, actually, we don't want to live here because of the mean tweets. So, uh, yeah. I swear to God, as someone who
3: just spins every two weeks trying to scrape it all together, just make it their life, if I looked at my paycheck and saw okay, Medicaid, it Frogmore and saw that on my paycheck <laughs> I would start Lighting some fucking fires Dude, Do you I think cannot imagine Frogmore on their pay stubs <laughs> Oh no uh, Sorry we did take out 5% for Windsor Innovations <laughs> Great I mean their whole fucking pussy Attitude about all this is the reason like 70 countries Have independence days from them now Cause they're all just giant pussies now I hate these people. Um, racism was not solved. Oh, uh, not yet. We have we have as, the next episode.
0: That's when they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, we got another as, hour as, uh, to do yeah. it.
3: Someone sadly tells us uh, their departure from the royal family felt like the death of a dream. As if this, uh, you know, incredibly dark-skinned black woman, just the blackest <laughs> of all. <laughs> Again, to not be that guy, but like they're showing footage of like all of these fucking, like, Caribbean islands and Jamaican, all that, that, like, the Brits have, you know, had their way with and then be like, yeah, but this was the next step to, like, getting past all that. It's like...
0: Incorrect. I'm, I'm sorry, Parker. He's like, yeah,
3: we, we fucked up all this stuff in the Barbados,
0: but don't worry, Meghan Markle was going to be the first
3: step to reparations or
0: something. Dude, I, I'm sorry. I When you say that, like, showing people from, like, fucking Haiti and stuff, I like the idea of it's like, this is for black women. They're showing, like, Meghan Markle versus, like, all these other black women. I keep thinking about the girl in the background of that Ghostbusters picture. <laughs> I went on to I went on to Harry's Wikipedia article here, and uh, oh, here he is shit. at uh, Walter Weed uh, National Military Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland, <laughs> close by to Alex and me, and he's talking to some guy who uh, appears to have lost both his legs, and the look he's giving this guy is like, "What'd you go over that?
2: <laughs> uh, that's the right cunt in it.
0: <laughs> seems like a seems like a bad move, old chap. <laughs>
2: The same thing almost happened to me when I was at my cushy command center doing military intelligence.
0: Uh, Harry, <laughs> if you're listening to this, that I'm I'm not being serious. This is... Harry, if
3: you're joke. listening to this, kill yourself, <laughs> dogma. Keeping <laughs> that. This episode that is 50% <laughs> <laughs> threatened me and then 50% and then we left and I wore a nice dress and I was really sad because I was there for like a year and I'm like, oh my god, he has a like family and then I left. Whoa. Ends with literally all this fucking footage of all of these like colonized nations in the commonwealth and be like hey we should like not have the queen be over us and then just ending with yeah we thought we are going to make some progress we you know now with uh, an african-american princess leaving the royal family it feels like this dream is dead it's, why would you and then they're like coven and then credits roll
2: why would you even want that level of recognition then the fucking king's just gonna steal your kid's blood like, exactly yeah. Like, let them be racist it's better for you <laughs> honestly
3: the fact that they're so surprised, like I really thought I did everything I could, but I couldn't change their minds, is like, yes, they're racist. <laughs> like I could have saved you a lot of energy, lady. They don't like you. They will never like you. The best you can hope for is, ah, she's one of the good ones. <laughs> Sorry, that's just how I usually
0: hear it around here. I don't know how to do their accents. Okay, I'll, hey, I'll call my dad. Uh, hey. uh, Parker. <laughs>
2: oh, my foreplay, my
0: Parker over here it says in 2021 Prince Harry described his 10 years 2005 to 2015 in the army as the happiest times in my life. Oh, I fucking bet. Uh-oh.
3: <laughs>
0: Trouble <laughs> in paradise? There <Da-na-na>, <laughs> there. <laughs> Some folks about May 20th the flag. and it's just he's just pointing at himself. <laughs>
3: That's five excruciating hours done one remaining
2: you're almost I, there ooh, And then I, I, only I truly have two can't missions
0: yeah Parker you know in, what? A, in his memoir what? <laughs> in, in Parker <laughs> uh, in, in Harry's memoir which is a spare what is I don't know why it's called that buddy I walk past that every day and every day look at like I good. just start muttering fucking Chris,
2: it's called, yeah, it's fucking it's called spare because he's not first in line for the throne
0: he's the extra prince. He's like, uh, I guess. Yeah, the prince no one wanted. He admits he took but cocaine. Man, I, I wonder whose fault yes. that is. Yeah. He admits that he took cocaine at the age of 17, but it wasn't very fun. It didn't make me feel especially happy. As oh my to god, lose. I
2: would do blow with Prince Harry right now. <laughs> and then I would kill him and blame the you, you wake up after a, <laughs> an all-nighter with him and there's just dead babies everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
2: I guess we better let the royal hounds in here. <laughs> Clean up duty. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> the
3: hounds of the Baskervilles inspected. All. Oh, my These God. are all primo toddlers. We're about to crack them open.
0: Parker, there's a second documentary. <laughs> I
3: will it, it, end my life. It's called, not satire, not parody. It's I swear his, to
0: God. It's his mental health television documentary. The me you can't see. <laughs> uh,
2: I anybody else thinking live episode?
0: It's it's uh, hosted by. Oprah it will be live when it's over, buddy. I
2: promise you, be fucking dead episode.
0: So it's got a it's got five uh, parts. It involves notable what? figures I'm such sorry. as performer Lady Gaga, actress Glenn Close, and basketball player DeMar DeRozan. Oh, what? finally! <laughs> finally!
3: <laughs> I want to see the two of them talk to each other for a bit.
0: And Oprah Winfrey's on here. Uh This is this is about mental health. <laughs> I just started sweating. I am. Oh, I mean in that, that right. should
2: help you after the six episodes, right?
3: Oh, I was really sad about me, mom. Yeah, we know.
0: If you had watched Sina just wasn't one episode, an, uh, an of
3: H-heavy this. episode. Because every H-heavy episode is like, yeah, this terrible thing happened. Did I remind you about me, mom? Like, yeah, man, we
0: know. It was a big story. People it's talk quite, about it. A lot. It's
2: quite knackered when she passed.
0: Got... <laughs> hang on. I, I, I don't mean to just like, oh, you're just reading stuff from Wikipedia, but some of this stands out to me. Okay. In June 2022, in an interview with Jessica Yellen for Vogue, May, of course she was with Vogue. Meghan described Harry's reaction to the Supreme Court of the United States decision that abortion is not a protected constitutional right as guttural. Can you imagine, like the actual sound that came out of his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> right, more for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the lot! <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like the fucking
0: pit bull chewing on that Tesla. <laughs> I just like the idea. It's like when she says gun or she means it literally like his stomach started rumbling. <laughs> can you imagine if we can fucking sue Back on for the this? menu, boys. I, I, I wouldn't... Just like, I, I, <laughs> we,
2: we are as inviting if from heaven awesome. As if from heaven Live Forever by Oasis started playing at Frog War God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I like the idea that he's listening to this and he says, like, in Discovery, it's just like, right, oh, they said I ate babies. <laughs> <laughs> we said allegedly yeah. sometimes. <laughs> Some yeah. This is clearly satirical. Oh, you think <laughs> yeah. just having a snack. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it's parodical.
3: <laughs> no, 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 that's just what they call chips over there, because they call fries <laughs> chips, so actual chips, and they call them babies, so we're actually
0: just <laughs> talking about
3: lace. <laughs> Can you imagine taking a
0: newborn to fucking Malawi?
2: This is a fucking, a fucking nine-pound baby in a cup full of beans. <laughs> you don't understand. This is a healthy mash. fat.
3: <laughs> Just putting a fucking a hot dog on a piece of toast and then grabbing a baby by the ankle and slamming it into the wall. And th- get on top.
0: Oh, apparently they're... Uh, uh, apparently their uh, security was terminated. Because they're not under the Queen's protection. Literally. Anymore. I wish. <laughs> they killed themselves because <laughs> they didn't want to listen to her whine anymore. it'll
1: <laughs> commit
3: sepulch.
0: So- you know, the the actual worst part of this Wikipedia article is whenever it says mister, they don't have a period after the end because it's in British.
2: <sighs> Keep up the bullying. The strategy is working. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just keep running her out of different countries by just tweeting, "Gay, you suck, bitch." You just imagining,
2: run. just imagining another cut of Renfield where instead of Nicholas Cage is a vampire, it's just regular Prince Harry. Ooh,
0: next next episode. Sorry, Parker, I'm looking ahead here because I'm really right. excited. Tyler Perry well, is the no first. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh,
2: well, he's the godfather of the, the Mountbatten-Windsor babies. Yeah, it?
0: that's correct, he is. Uh, that's the one you want. Does he does he do a Mrs. Dotfire thing where he's like, oh, yeah, I think I can hear it coming. he
3: runs into the next room and puts on the dress and his back and talks to them.
0: I like the idea you could, like, hear him struggling with a girdle as Megan's, like, whimpering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hate these people you guys I'm at my fucking wits end I have one more hour allegedly you can do it I swear to god
0: (laughs) so I watched this anime OVA it was
3: pretty (laughs) this is this is all I have in this world this is all I watched I'm so tired I had no time for anything that would bring me joy but you better believe I found an hour out of
0: my day this
3: week to watch this woman cry about getting posted at so hard that they had to flee the country.
0: Oh my god, there's a fact check for this documentary that's really long. Oh,
3: ah, I wish I'd read that instead and wouldn't have to watch this. Yeah, exactly.
0: You could have read like three paragraphs, it would have been more than what I read for the fucking Clickle article. It was a really short article.
3: Yeah, you keep telling me that for some reason. I'm not sure why you feel the
0: need to rub it in. I, That's it. Yeah, who fucking cares about this? I'll just cut that whole segment. It's not very interesting. Anyway, uh, that was a joke. It's just didn't not serious. Parody, satire. Parody, satire. Good luck yeah. editing the
3: last five episodes to make sure we're not liable for anything. Uh, I we, I, mean, we. I
0: think we're good because we live in the U.S. So, oh yeah, yeah. do something, about He's, pussy. Yeah. for now. <laughs> Come Baby get us. When I say us, I mean get Alex. So let's get on to Predator Two. You must pay attention, Tolkien. I was able to jolly row you out. <laughs> <with the forecast. laughs> Join us for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Predator 2, right off the bat, I took like three notes of the first 15 seconds and then never touched my phone again. Uh, Predator 2 starts off uh, just, it feels completely different from Predator. And, like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, you know, you don't have to make a movie that feels exactly the same. If you try to recapture that magic, then, like, it'll be noticeable that you can't do it. But uh it really seems like they're not making a Predator movie. It kind of felt like they were making a, you know, a gang panic sort of movie here. And uh, I, I guess I'm into it. Not as much as I thought I would be. It was kind of weird seeing Danny Glover. I was just like, oh, the... Is he just played the exact same character from the Lethal Weapon movies? What the hell? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, it's see? just the most cliche fucking performance. Like, it, there was practically the scene where the supervisor is like, you know, give me your imaginary gun. You're not getting the job done here. It's like, you see what he has to go through. I'll be like, boy, that does look rough. Uh, it's it's just very days. funny
3: to me that it's like, all right, we'll set this a couple years in the future. And guys, LA's a total war zone. And he's like, you have no fucking idea yeah. what you're in for, do <laughs> you? You look at fucking Los Angeles and just like, oh, that kind of seems nice. <laughs> um, it's like, the biggest problem with this movie that's going to come up over and over again is, like, the first one is, like, it's perfect. Yeah. You get the premise, and it's done as well as humanly possible. And then you get the sequel, where you are ahead of literally everyone at screen until, like, an hour and a half into the movie. You're just watching these people and be like... Who's going to tell them it's an alien? When are they going to find out it's an alien? <laughs> hey, guys, it's an alien. We know it's an alien. We all know it's an alien. Yeah. I don't want to watch Beat Cops. I know it's an alien. And then they finally figure it out. And then the alien's there to fight Danny Glover. A man he's just following around, observing, because he's a huge physical specimen and a threat? Question mark? The, the apex
2: predator on Earth, dude. That's how the predators work. Yeah. By the way, I, out.
0: again, I don't want to do the whole "oh, you're just reading verbatim from from Wikipedia," but this one stands out to me. A predator watches a shootout between the police, Jamaicans, and Colombians, that and is uh, correct. that is exactly what happens. You, you have this, you know, shootout between gangs and cops, and it's mildly exciting. And every once in a while, it goes into like Predator vision. You're just like, "Fuck, what the hell is this?" Which is not cool. It's it's not cool to just see Predator vision here. Be it's not like oh I'm reminded that there's a Predator in the area. Show me the Predator. That's interesting. You know, yeah. don't it's show 20, me Predator it's vision.
3: Two in the title. Yeah, I know this is a Predator watching them. Yeah, I understand. Uh, reading and seeing that they refuse to give him a bigger budget, you're like, oh, a lot of this movie makes sense now. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, then we'll do some more with the suit. Oh, we're out of money. Yeah. All right, so we'll just put a
0: filter over this scene and uh. They gave him, apparently they gave him four weeks to shoot and four weeks to edit, which uh, shows up, shows up on the film. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, that is. This movie's actually a masterpiece that. Fucking impossible conditions to film here. Uh, I want to talk real quick about Bill Paxton's performance in here. Maybe the sweatiest performance I've ever seen in my life. He sweats not just through his shirt, but through his jacket. Uh, I don't know how he pulled that one off, but it must have been real hot over there. Bill Paxton is playing like uh, Robert Wool in the first Batman movie, where it's just the—he's a walking erection is a good way to describe him, where he's flirting with that one girl and she grabs him by the testicles, which uh, not sure I needed that scene in this movie. Uh, did, I needed the follow-up where him worth.
3: Just drenched in sweat, barging room, going, Yo, is that bitch on the rag or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediate extra star for yeah. the worst linery. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By the way, about that woman, that actress, I don't, I don't know what her name is. Uh, oh, it says here, Maria Conchita Alonso. Uh, now I'm thinking about Josh's Discord name. Anyway, uh, she... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, at one point, the Predator... <laughs> The predator has what I call British vision, which is uh, where it uses British vision to like look inside her uh, her womb and see that she has a, a child in there. Yum yum yum. <laughs> Imagine Harry's just doing that; just, like, he's doing the T two animation, running towards a pregnant woman and drinking the kid's blood. <laughs> he fucking
2: lets her go because he has to go find his straw.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, hang on, let me get in there. <laughs>
0: Stop squirming. <laughs> I did some charitable work in LA in nineteen ninety seven. I'm sorry, it's gotta be like one of the it's either like one of the crazy straws with a bunch of loops and everything, or it's like one of those like like branded straws or has like Diddy Kong like attached to the straw holding on to like <laughs> You know to the <laughs> Joker, that's a regular straw. <laughs> Just got a slurpy straw yeah. with some fucking jigglypuff
3: on it. Yeah.
0: Uh so let's talk about voodoo. <laughs> it's Good a safe pleasure. economical way to commit evil.
3: Um, I mean, when we first uh go in to find the dead gang, and we see a close up of a man who clearly had his heart ripped out. Like mm. there was a hole in his chest the size of a cannonball, and some cop just goes, Must be the Jamaicans. <laughs> incorrect that's all i don't yeah. know much about voodoo or
0: it must voodoo be part of, of a ritual well, I, yeah I, can, my, I I buy it well voodoo's also not really jamaican it's more haitian you know
2: well look chris here's the <laughs> thing you tell
0: that to joel silver in the 90s motherfucker i yeah. dare
2: you if you're if you're telling me that somewhere out there i can do voodoo cocaine <laughs> Oh my god. I know, Literally, dude. It doesn't matter how we get there. Like, sign me up. I am paying well over street prices.
0: They they say that's the best kind of cocaine. Don't ask me who that is.
2: It might just be the marketing. But, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's got me.
0: Yeah. Oh, This movie. <laughs> uh, so, it's not just fucking, um, uh, voodoo. It's, uh, there's also a spear involved here. Uh, That's not quite as cool as you would expect. They do a forensic analysis. of like, yeah, it's not found of any element on a periodic table. And I just remember that was a point where I started getting bored. You know, when this movie tries to be like science fiction, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this isn't really working here. Uh, Apparently, by the way, apparently all the voodoo in this movie was based on real life gangs in the 1980s. The 1980s fucking ruled. We had voodoo gangs, IRL. Yeah, okay, Joe McCarthy. Whatever you say. (laughs) This is how we get the Dark Knight Returns, by the way. You get mugged by the voodoo gang.
3: (laughs) Frank Miller was living out there around this time, and uh, he had some thoughts about how to stop all these muggings. I don't know if there was voodoo involved, but it involved Batman yeah. beating the shit. If we, up we could
0: just, if we could just baseline this for anyone listening here, it's like Alex thought this movie was really boring. I can definitely see that. Uh, Park and I had a bit of a better time here. You know, we watching like, well, this is fucking batshit insane. This doesn't feel like a predator movie, despite having more than one predator in it. And yeah, I think that the most fun here is imagining instead of the predator, it's Prince Harry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, see, having seen all of the other movies in this franchise before this, I was imagining the Predator as Lawrence Fishburne in a suit. So that yeah. did a lot for me. Yeah.
0: You imagine he removes like, there the are definitely
3: There's definitely a lot of lulls in it. But, like, when I just read my notes and see that, like, they leave this crime scene where they think, like, oh, the Jamaicans must have murdered all these people and ripped their hearts out. Oh, those Jamaicans must have, uh,. Hung that nude man upside down forty <laughs> feet above them, and then they leave the building. And Gary Busey helicopters in. I'm like, this movie's better than I thought it was. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that Gary Busey's character is the guy that just knows it's aliens, loves aliens, and wants nothing more than to meet and maybe kiss the Predator. All of their plans are like, we got to stop these guys. I got to stop these rival games. It's like, yeah, yeah, but check this shit out. Uh, we made tinfoil suits for men. <laughs> They're all dressed like fucking aliens from a 60s Godzilla movie, and that's how we're going to stop the Predator in this meat market. It's good stuff, is what I'm saying.
0: Dude, how much did you like the ending where the fucking... uh, The Predators are like, okay, good game, you win. They get like the body of the guy that they built. And then they give uh, Danny Glover an old flintlock pistol. <laughs> it's, it's really so good. Fucking good. That was my favorite. It really,
2: it really contextualized that exact scene being in like three of these other movies. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's that's where it all where goes back to. Came from. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, it's a reference to the one everyone hates. Got it. Yeah.
0: Ooh, fucking good ass scene though. That was. <laughs> it was like fucking. Now I'm reminded of like. You know that scene in like Star Trek 2 where he's got like all the ships and bottles? Just like, yeah, oh, this takes me back. If he had like a flintlock pistol, he'd been just like, yeah, I killed a predator for this. <laughs> Ugh.
3: Now, uh. Oh, sorry, good. My I'm kingdom a
2: for a, a flashback to the predator killing a bunch of pirates on a pirate ship. Oh that my God. would up this like a star and a half by
0: itself.
3: Absolutely. Not in the budget, sorry. <laughs> yeah. If, All that money went to Gary Busey. Yeah. Which, by the way, but, I, I'm not kidding when I
0: say this. When I was watching the movie the whole time, I was like, Twists, that's a Predator it's a disguised as human being." It's Gary Busey. Absolutely. I really that's thought that was going to be a... Yeah. well
2: there had to like you're watching this year like there has to be something else like clearly it isn't just all a bunch of like cutaway fight scenes with a bunch of strobe lights and like shitty like oh impacts, yeah like, turns up. out but, like <laughs> every i mean that that really is the problem with this like every fucking action scene just looks like fucking dog shit like there, there is the, one thing opening, i liked about
0: that go ahead yeah go ahead no. oh, okay well yeah, as you yeah. say
2: the opening set piece is like the least bad
0: part right yeah because you can see it it's like in set in daylight and you have an idea what's going on I think the one thing I liked about all the scenes with the, admittedly really shitty lighting is it made the Predator look the way that it's supposed to where you can see it, but it's still somewhat camouflaged. I was thinking of a scene in particular in which it's uh, basically like kind of a blue light that they had going on. And the Predator is just barely visible in the way that... It's sort it's of like said in a practical sort of way. They didn't have to like dress it up with CG or anything. I was like, well, that's good. A shame about everything else in the scene, you know, because everything looks like... Uh, I'm afraid I blew myself, you know.
2: Was it? Was this the scene where, like, the predator is invisible walking around? And the camera pans down to a puddle in the ground, and you can see its fucking reflection. Like it's a reverse vampire. No, because not that one. <laughs> I got genuinely mad watching. That. No, no, like, no, no it wasn't that one. How does that work? <laughs>
0: That's the stupidest thing in this movie. It was one of the stupidest things in this movie. It's a. I don't like that fucking thing.
2: Also, if you're going to do that, make that a fucking plot device. Like, they have to carry mirrors around to, like, find the predator or something. Yeah. Like, that's at least something. Parker,
0: if uh, the. Much
3: like, uh... Oh, sorry. No, I was going so s- to I take the... a couple detours. Here. Okay,
0: so I was thinking if, like, Prince Harry was actually the predator, if they killed him, what prize would he win? Would it be like a hoop and a stick?
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a log off button for your stupid <laughs> ass wife. <laughs>
0: go ahead on these uh, twists and turns Uh,
3: much like Creed 3 triggered uh, Alex's specific autism this movie did it in ways that where you feel it happening and you know it doesn't matter and you shouldn't care but it just triggers you in a way that you can't stop being autistic about it which is of course anytime they get wet like all their equipment malfunctions but they travel through space like I know it doesn't matter but also come on guys (laughs) Can we just give like another pass over this script? You're gonna tell me this motherfucker flew here from space and can turn invisible, but he steps in a puddle and all of a sudden, like, oh damn, everything's short circuited. I guess we'll just fight hand to hand now. It's kind of I hate it. It, kinda, it drives me crazy.
0: That, that's the thing is, it kind of reminds me of signs. Remember, it was like, I was oh, just, just about to say that. Yeah, that the was aliens never a compliment. The, yeah, the aliens come all the way over here to the blue planet, which is 75 uh, percent is covered in water Uh (laughs) uh-oh guys we we miscalculated (laughs) should have bothered someone else
3: and uh again going back to the annoying discourse a lot of the annoying movie discourse right now is about how i mean rightfully so how everything's on fucking green screens and like no one's ever in a room no one just like walks up and like picks something up and it's like yeah i get it but that's like there's more movies than just marvel movies i don't care but that Colombian Drug Lord set, uh, yeah, I, I'm all in. I would give anything for a movie to have a set like that giant penthouse. Exactly, yeah. I want to walk around that room. I want to touch everything. I want to smell the disgusting Jamaican Coke in there. Yeah,
0: I, l- I like rooms with stuff in there. Those are always the most fun. To l- That's kind of one of the reasons I like movies from this era, is that they would have the sort of maximal set where they have as much shit in there as possible. I think you were the one who talked. I think it was the episode of Ghost Shark, actually, where we were just like, <laughs> we really need, when we get our own, you know, set for when we pivot to video, we need a suit of armor.
2: <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah.
0: Wait, that would yeah, like yeah. A, I think Prince Harry has one a, of those. So I don't know.
2: Uh, that, that reminds me, we have a movie idea to explain to Chris off mic. Oh, that's right, we do. Uh
3: <laughs> I love a set that is a giant penthouse that looks like the inside of the Hellraiser cube. Yeah. And then a giant alien comes in and murders a bunch of people. Like this movie has its faults, but also the giant expanding net that just like cuts into you like piano wire. That's five stars right there, baby. Yeah. We'd love to see that. We'd love to think about it. We love to spend a decade making comics about it and giving backstory that no one
0: needs. Apparently, I, uh, something in this movie I'm, was based on the Predator comics. I'm sure it was. Wait, there are comics that. for this? Yeah. yeah so, right, so apparently, I don't, so like, this. Many. I don't yeah. like this franchise anymore. So apparently, Predator <laughs> there are came out. So many. That reminds me. Blue is, Blue is the warmest color. Apparently, that's a comic book movie. So Parker.
3: Oh wow! Well, yeah. In that case, move over, Quantumania. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I gotta say, I about the, the middle of this movie, I started dozing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, someone shake me awake when Gary Busey looks at him and goes, "It's fucking aliens," which is <laughs> when you know, like, okay, I can start watching the movie again because yeah. it's so many scenes of like, I'm gonna investigate this crime scene by myself. Oh, it's still turning in the movie; the alien's still invisible, so I'm gonna get dragged off screen. I'm like, it doesn't have the same effect as being just. Something coming out of a tree and grabbing you, and then it's just gone. Like you are just in someone's apartment. It doesn't have the same
0: atmosphere to it. I am sorry. So uh, a little behind Which the really does not work. Some behind the scenes stuff here, uh, Alex. I don't know if you are uh, familiar with this. You know how the director got this job? Apparently, the studio was really impressed with his work on uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it yeah.
0: out. Also. Uh, Danny Glover was not the original choice for leading this movie they obviously they wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger but uh, they were they didn't want to pay him $250,000 and so he said no and uh, they were like okay who else can we get maybe Patrick Swayze he said no they were considering getting Steven Seagal but uh, oh man better
2: movie
0: apparently Steven Seagal was uncooperative he wanted to uh, change the idea of the. he wanted to be a CIA psychiatrist and martial arts expert
2: he oh wanted God, to do martial so arts good. on the Predator. Yeah, yeah. of
0: course. Like, who wouldn't want that? I like the idea. Remember that stupid video of him doing, like, those, like, idiotic, like, fake karate moves to unsuspecting people?
2: They're real to me. Yeah, they're real, Can actually.
0: you imagine him doing it to the fucking Predator? Just do the flip-flop flu with the fucking Predator. Just tripping and falling, going, <laughs> <laughs> This time I will
3: not drop Z-cake. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <suffer> Blue.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: too many cooks.
3: <laughs> like if he cut out 20 minutes in the middle of this movie and got me to the Predator spaceship faster,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I'm much happier because oh, yeah. I again I want to spend an hour walking around and looking at all of the different skulls on that wall. Uh,
0: apparently, one well, they had uh, the Xenomorph skull on the on the wall.
3: Hey, piggies, you like that? You, do you want this? You sure? You sure about that? You know, uh... there's nothing I love more than little nods to the fans of the comic books those always pay off
0: yeah uh one last thing here uh before we end a short unofficial music video was made towards the end of filming danny glover can be seen dancing with the predator
1: (laughs) and
3: that's the tea sis